And there we are. It is Monday. Can you believe this? November 2nd. Welcome November, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Started on a Sunday, which was the first day of the week, which really just sets the whole week off for success. I truly believe that. But this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live from Vero Beach with two sisters and good morning everyone my name is janice aka wellness diva on that heart rate monitor at ilkd here in north haven it started out um we were, <laughs> excuse me we were just talking about the weather um it's cold not that cold but it's cold and a little drizzly so it makes it damp and it just makes it feel colder and as we were signing on here now i have i have the um the glass doors in front of me here and it's snowing again snowing um actually a friend of ours alex who he's been a guest of ours who uh is the uh writer and producer of joseph uh actually just posted this absolutely gorgeous gorgeous picture uh you know i really you know, you really appreciate the small things that are really blessings from God. And, and one of them obviously being nature. And you took this gorgeous shot, very wintry feel to it, holiday feel to it. Um, but I have to say, now that I'm a Floridian, I'm officially, you know, we're officially Floridians for uh, a year and two days now. Uh, I'm not going to lie uh, why it's very windy outside today. I'm still excited that I'm in a tank top and that I'm gonna do my workout outside without a snow coat. <laughs> well, of course I was <laughs> at the studio um, very early. Yeah. And, you know, as I was driving there, I'm driving the Pacifica, which has the heated hot seats. And it's just so nice when it's chilly out and you're just sitting there and you're like, oh, let me get my blankie and take a nap. <laughs> Yeah, I have those same ones, but they're um, to cool your, your to cool your butt, your ass, your body. So that is kind of funny how we're both using those, but one's got a cooler temp and one's got a warmer temp. But you know what? That's uh, the incredible things about vehicles today. They've got all these uh, bells and whistles of different things that really, really uh, add that comfort to wherever you're off to when you're running errands or traveling or whatever. So what do you've got going on for this Monday mindset? And what do you want to share with our audience that you are participating in to make sure that your mindset stays on track, that you're motivated and that you are excited to share with everyone? So, so many things, but what I will start out with saying, <coughs> Mindset Monday is not about what you have not accomplished because I think a lot of people look back at their previous week and go, oh crap, the to-do list for this, the to-do list for that. It seems like our to-do lists have sub-to-do lists underneath it. <laughs> so I think in going forward, especially, you know, the start of November, a new month, you know, we're right before the election, obviously, go into it with, you know what, I am going to give myself 15 minutes to organize the papers on my desk. And there is a method, it's called the Pompadour method that I wanted, and I'm probably pronouncing that incorrectly. In fact, I know, I know that I am. 
but it helps you designate, you know, to use your time wisely. So, and I often use that when I have a million and one things going on. It's been very helpful. Now, <clears throat> sometimes when we, we always talk about pivoting, we always um, also chat about the divots that that sometimes brings. And I don't wanna say go with the flow because I'm not really a go with the flow kind of person, but the bottom line is you have to do what is right for you in your situation. So back to mindset, how can you go into today or how can you go out in the, the weather today here in the Northeast and be like, oh, I wanted to get this, this and this done and it's icky out and blah, blah, blah. So you either do it or you don't. Set yourself little goals. What little goals can you accomplish for yourself? So that's kind of what I'm doing today. It's kind of like pressing the reset button. Um, I had a little bit of a fall yesterday, but I feel much better. I would say I'm 95% better. I still have an elbow issue, but you know, I was able to go to kickboxing. So how good is that? How about you? That's that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I was all set to go do pickleball, but then I realized I had a couple different coaching sessions and some stuff that I had to get out first thing in the morning. So uh, John ended up going. Uh, hopefully he's playing well because it's really windy out, which is going to affect uh, playing pickleball because pickleball is a uh, the actual ball that we play with is very light. Kind of on the, uh, I would say, in the same weight category and a tad smaller than a wiffle ball. So you can imagine it's not heavy like a tennis ball, ball. It's very light. And when you have these wins, and when I say these wins, um, I don't know what the actual uh, miles per hour, but it's definitely up there because it is extremely, so much so that the wind um, is actually taking some of our planters and knock them down and that kind of thing. So, uh, and it seems like it's... Um, not so much a, uh, a a win that kind of comes and goes. It's pretty much sustained and keeps going. So uh, it's going to be a windy day out, but I'm not complaining because the skies are blue. We had kind of a gloomy day yesterday, so I'm excited about that. And I often chat about how the weather really impacts our mindset. And it is a proven fact that when you are depleted with light, that affects your mindset. So if you're in an area like New England where it's gloomy or whatever, this is the time. Put your lights on, blast some music, get whatever you've got to do to assist yourself in the mindset. Don't don't wait, don't wait for the day to come to you. Go out and put your best game face on and 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 go running. And when I say go running, that could mean physically go running, but get outside, get some, some movement. Guess what? If you can't, if the roads are slippery, uh, we've chatted about just even sitting at a desk. Now, uh, some of you are sitting at a desk right now. Well, I hope you are, you know, making sure every few minutes that you're, you're moving your legs, that you're getting, you know, pumping, pumping that blood. Because we know for a fact that when you get your blood moving, that also helps with your endorphins and getting your mindset moving and pumping. So you, you can't wait for the day to send you the message sometimes you got to just and sometimes that does happen but let's not let, let's not let's not that be the norm let's make sure that we're the ones that are going to take charge of our mindset because it's our responsibility just like our gut health is our responsibility our mindset is so if you're around people especially within really let's think about it you know we are less than 24 hours away from 
probably I would say the biggest election in our lifetime. And there's going to be a lot of stuff that we already know that big techs are kind of interfering. Um, and I actually did a post this morning, which again, this affects people's mindset. These are for uh, three counties that are in Philadelphia. Now, you know, we already know that big tech is, and if you don't know, you should know by now that big tech, never mind looking at Russia or China, that big tech is really trying to affect the election with our mindset, only allowing us to see different, different information, different articles, different what's happening. So you have to combat that if you're very passionate about who, you, who you're voting for and want to kind of be in the know of what's going on with the election, you got to combat that with actually doing your own research. So I received notification from a friend of mine that's in the Philly area, and she was talking about three different counties. And specifically those counties, because if you look at the graph of the virus, as we know, the cases have gone up. But the great news that no one is sharing is Donald Trump Jr. actually showed the graph of us compared to, to Europe and other areas. And by far, we are doing so much better, even with the case numbers. But the mindset of these three counties is probably on pins and needles. You know, for anybody that lives in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania you know that, you know, you have a kind of a, an important role in the election in the sense of electoral votes and, you know, the path to the presidency. So these poor three, three, three counties received emails saying that they noticed in their areas there's a, a rise in COVID cases and they got word that you might be exposed. So they're demanding that you self-quarantine for 14 days. Now, anybody with a intelligent mind, an inquisitive mind, or that doesn't make sense mind, it's going to know, and it's coming from some health organization. I don't know whether the email is true, but now imagine you're that person that decided to, to, to vote on election day. And now you've received this alarming email saying that you've been possibly exposed. So now we're forcing you to quarantine. What is that going to do to your mindset? Aren't you going to freak out a little bit? Like I, I got to go vote and they're telling me I can't vote. So those are the kinds of things that sadly are going to not only impact those three communities and hopefully people are getting the information out. I actually put it out on my Facebook wall that if you know people in these, in these three counties, do it, do, be safe, you know, make sure you've got the hand sanitizer, wear your mask, whatever you got to do. But this election is too important. And the flip side of that is you wonder about the mindset of who initiated this. Are they panicking? Are they worried? Where did it come from? Why would they do this right before the election? And sadly, because of the way our mindset has been kind of dictated in really negative information, it's kind of sad. So that's why I say to everyone and say to our viewers and say to our audience, it's up for us to be in charge of our mindset. Don't, don't depend on uh, big tech. Don't depend on what you know is, is coming out on social media or emails. 
you do what you do. This is an important election. Don't let it get to your mindset and know that ultimately you're in charge of making that decision. You earn the right to vote. You earn the right to, to be passionate, have your mindset on point because you're excited about who you're voting for. Don't let anyone dictate that. So what do you think about that? Because you're right. We have a, a, your son lives in Pennsylvania. I'm sure he's been kind of uh, involved with, with the goings on and the, the riots and all that. And, you know, pol politics aside, it's, it's kind of a nerve wracking time. It truly is. And we have been in contact. He's doing okay. He is right in the midst of all that rioting and looting. And, you know, he's very smart and intelligent. So I don't have to worry in that respect. But I'm a mom, of course I'm gonna worry about him. I haven't heard from him today, so I'll probably give him a call in a little bit because I'm sure maybe he's still sleeping. But, you know, politics, as we all know, is a very, I don't wanna say funny, but it's a very sensitive, funny, keyboard kind of thing. And somebody said something to me about getting back to normal and I'm like, What's that? What does that mean? Like, cause that means something different to everybody, right? I know a lot of people that can't wait for the election to be over. I'm one of them, I'm not gonna lie. And that brings on maybe a little stress, maybe a little anxiety. You know, we were um, in the car going to, um, where were we going? I forgot. Everyone <laughs> and ran into a, uh, the Trump parade that was going down to um, Harvard, which was kind of cool. It was neat seeing that. And then I did see something about the Biden bus and the Trump supporters uh, stalling the bus or something. Now, I'm going to tell you flat out, I didn't read the article. I kind of saw a post about it. Uh, you know, did that happen or did it not happen? I think it did happen. But I want to read up on that and see what actually happened because I saw a couple of my friends who I know are Democrats <coughs> commenting about that. You know, here go the Trumpeteers again. I'm like, what? They call us the Trumpeteers? And I kind of laughed at that. I'm like, oh, that's kind of a funny name. But, you know, then somebody said something about, well, you know, it's okay for BLM to. Um, to protest and do this and that and, you know, clog the highways and clog the exits so people can't get on or off. So I need to, I'm going to dig into that a little bit more today because some, something doesn't sound right about that to me. Um, and based on what I saw, and I saw all sorts of different comments, and I'm thinking to myself, we're a day, like you said, we're less than 24 hours away from the most important, probably the most important presidential election in our lifetime. Why are they so concerned about a damn bus when they should be concerned about other things? That was my initial reaction. Right. And it's true. I mean, I didn't read everything. Um, I do understand supposedly the FBI is investigating it. Ironically, I'm in a coaching class with the wife of someone that's running for attorney general in Texas. And uh, so he was on the bus, but there was, a, there, was, there was a congressperson on the bus. He's running for attorney 
uh, attorney general, I believe. Um, but there was a congresswoman who was actually, uh, she's the one who actually called 911. And from what I saw, there were Trump supporters, Trumpsters, whatever you want to call them, which, you know, the whole name calling thing is whatever. It's, it's kindergarten, it's like juvenile. But anywho, uh, there were a few vehicles around the, the bus. Now, there's also a couple pictures of the bus in between two lanes. So it's like blocking uh, the two lanes. And I thought, well, is it an angle thing or whatever? But it appears to me that the bus at times, not the entire time, was basically hogging two lanes. So there were some, some Trump supporters behind that. But when the, from what I understand, when the congresswoman, I believe it was a congresswoman, on the bus called 91, as soon as that local police came, uh, they said that the, um, there was no interference. They ended up giving them an escort to all the Trump supporters. You know, they never saw any traffic violations that they re remained on either lane and or behind in a safe manner. So they, 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 no, nobody was pulled over for a traffic violation. And if they're going to go that route on the hearsay of, you know, somebody was on the bus, that person wasn't privy to know that her bus, which was the Biden bus, was actually in hogging two lanes, was in between two lanes. So that is what I saw just from the pictures that I saw and reading up the little bit that I did. Um, I think it's a, to me, it's more of, you know, a sidebar. It's, you know, a distraction. Um, and, and, and supposedly that is the excuse that they decided to uh, decline and not do the Texas event. My thought process on that, though, is been, you know, because it is such an important election, I do not agree with the stance that uh, Joe Biden's campaign has decided to take the more reserved approach, you know, and, and the other thing I was listening to as the days roll on and I, cause I, I, I tried to watch snippets of all, you know, the, the few campaigns that he's running or rallies. He's very angry. Um, you don't, as I said, we, and we've chatted this before, you don't feel good after listening to him. Uh, everything is doom and gloom. And now he's actually articulating in such a manner that's with anger, with force, uh, yelling. And I can't remember where he was, but he started yelling at some Trump supporters um, and calling them ugly. And he, he's really much into the name calling. I, I find him to be a senior bully, uh, you know, and I did watch an excellent documentary yesterday. And for, for those of you that love documentaries, it is on Newsmax. And uh, I love Newsmax. I love One American because they, besides just the news, they, they'll, they'll have documentaries as well. And they're just, they're very interesting. And it's, it's nice to see a documentary where it's in chronological order and it really gets you to understand more about whatever the subject matter may be. And this particular one was, uh, the title was Bad Decisions, The Joe Biden Story. And it really starts from when he was a young senator um, and it goes through a chronological order of where he is today. And so you, you see, and it's not a long documentary. I want to say maybe it's an hour long. 
but you really get a sense of, because I didn't, you know, obviously other than knowing of him from being VP and, you know, current stuff, I really didn't know about him as a senator um, other than, you know, different things that you read. So the documentary, I thought, well, this would be good because as we've chatted before, we've asked Democrats, like, what are you passionate about your, your candidate? And no one can answer us. They keep directing us to, well, I've, I'm voting for him for, well, you know, just, just check his website out. Well, that doesn't tell me. I, I want to hear it from the person's perspective. So I thought, I've got to find out more about him myself. You know, as an educator voter, I already know where I'm voting, but I still want to know more about the opposing candidate, even, even as late as two days before the election. In this case, it was uh, last night. So the documentary was awesome. It really gave you a, a real good, clear vision of where he's been to where he is now. So I, I highly recommend, regardless of your political uh, affiliation, to watch that and educate yourself. But getting to the mindset piece to it, as we're talking about, we can't control what big tech is going to keep throwing at us, right? Um, you know, we have to take charge. So even with its politics, maybe it's your health and wellness, maybe it's your finances, maybe it's um, you, you know, you're fighting depression. So many people are, you know, I, I really, I think throughout this whole nine months thus far, one of the key pieces that I love about what President Trump addressed is those that are in need, if they're in recovery, if uh, they are suffering from depression. He really touches upon that. And you don't hear that same mess message from Joe Biden that while we are kind of stuck in our homes, you know, when in the height of the pandemic and when we were, you know, quarantining or whatever. Think about all those people that their mindset is paramount to their recovery. Their mindset is paramount to them fighting off depression. What do you think about that? Like, don't you feel like you feel bad for those that are struggling with those issues? And I think this virus and you know, what's going on in our world has really impacted them the most, besides seniors. I really think so, that the state of our world, the way it is now, the way it started in March, I believe it was Friday the 13th, as I recall, that uh, President Trump um, pretty much closed everything down. So you have to wonder, you know, go back to that time, you, what does somebody who's already dealing with issues now it's compounded with, you know, the city being closed down, their state being closed down. How are they going to get to work? How are they going to do this? That's a lot. And, you know, there's been a rise in, I remember when they were closing stuff down, I know one of the things that was not closed was the package stores. Right. And there, there was a lot of chit chat going like, what the heck, you know, what's going on with this? And, and, uh, you know, there's a lot I could say about that, but I won't. <laughs> no, but I mean, you think about, I mean, somebody in recovery, they need, they need to go to meetings. Now, granted, there were a lot of um, community affiliates that were doing, you know, things with Zoom. But what I would have to say is somebody that suffers from depression or bipolar or, uh, you know, uh, alcoholism, uh, drug abuse, they need that human contact more than kind of like a senior. 
Th those two categories need human contact for their mindset. It is paramount. Uh, yes, I'm sure the Zooms help to a certain degree, but it is something more impactful for you know them as a human being and connecting with those that suffer along with them to you know physically touch them and say it's okay you know we're in this together and i think a lot of people forget the different categories of how many people are still hurting and worried that if you know one candidate who professes they're they're all ready to close down that is a frightening thing for their mindset to think oh my god my I, i'm just getting back to going to meetings i'm i'm just reconnecting um you know i, I finally got to fill my medication or guess what I had to see a doctor because this medicine is not working anymore for my depression or my, my bipolar. The thought of them being closed down from so many pieces that are paramount to their mindset is frightening to them. And my heart breaks for them. My heart breaks for them. Absolutely. And President Trump has said on more than one occasion, I'm probably going to mess this up. The cure cannot be worse than the problem the problem yeah it's so true and so that's why mindset is key and that's why we frequently talk about you know you connect your mindset to your overall health and wellness because if you're not you know if you're not taking charge of your health and wellness it's it's not going to naturally help your mindset everything kind of you know we're, we're a work in progress always no one does it right 100% of the time. Nobody does it perfectly every single day. But what I do say is if you start the, that first step of your day and allow yourself that time, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, read a passage of your favorite book, read something, listen to music, meditate, get in your health and wellness, get in some exercise action. Those are all strategies that are going to help our mindset continue with that success throughout the day. Because we know you, you can have a great day, a great morning, and one thing could just screw it up or, or mess it up or, or bad news or a phone call or a conversation with somebody can totally flip that. So while mindset is so key, it's not just about stepping out in that first moment of the morning the first moment you wake up, it has to, it has to continue throughout the day. So the one message I think that we can share with everyone today is mindset is a continuing progress in motion. It certainly is. If you feel that you need to hit your own restart button, that's what you have to do. Forget about, I don't want to say forget about your to-do list, but if you're so overwhelmed with your to-do list, Take a 20-minute break away from the to-do list and go out for a walk. Walk around in your house. Do something that's going to creatively redirect your mindset and get you back in that frame of mind that you want to be in. Because let's face it, mindset, um, I have a t-shirt I was going to wear today, but I think I'm going to wear it tomorrow. And actually, I, the, uh, the workout shirt I wore this morning, the, the tank top says mind and then has a line underneath it, matter. So mind over matter. So I'm going to wear my other one tomorrow. But think about that for a moment. Mind over matter. 
what matters most to you, your mind. How is your mind? That's so true. And I always say when somebody's like really down, they say, well, like, what's, what's one thing that you do? And I said, the first thing I do is I pause and I think of, because no matter how bad we have it, there's always someone I can guarantee a hundred percent that's in a worse place than you are. And you don't relish on that, but it makes you feel blessed that, okay, I've got a roof over my head. I, you know, I've got this, I've got my health and wellness. And with that, I would like to uh, start a prayer chain. There's a lot of prayer chains going out for uh, Rush Lombard. He announced um, they have given him the news that he has eight weeks. Oh, um, my goodness. And, you know, I heard his podcast on Friday. See, we do podcasts, but I like to listen to other podcasts as well. Um, that kind of gets my mindset going. But he he didn't spend a lot of time, but it was about 30 you know, maybe a minute or two of really talking about, we all know we're born to die. I mean, that's the season of life, the season of death. You know, we've been experiencing a lot of grief with, with our dad, but it's a circle of life. So we all know we're, we're, you know, we all have an expiration date. Sometimes we just don't know when that expiration is, but it's a different mindset when you've actually physically have heard the verbal words, you know, and, and, I, and as soon as he said that, and he talked about, you know, when they told him, at that point, I don't think he released that he had eight weeks. That was just released. Um, and I don't know, because I didn't listen to the whole piece to it. It might have been just this morning, but whatever it was. And I, it immediately took me back to that conversation we had with dad when the cardiologist said what he had to say to him. And I think that was a moment that, you know, dad kind of really embraced you know, my time here, my future doesn't look good. And what Rush was saying was, you know, we, we know it's going to happen. It's part of life, but it's, it's a different kind of a feeling. I think he was trying to say is when you've been given almost really that expiration date. So let's keep him all in our prayers. Um, he was such, I would say, probably one of the first real true conservative uh, radio host. Uh, he's impacted so many people's lives. He's always been frank, controversial at times, but always, always for the love of our country and the love of our constitution and, and about freedom. And regardless of what your political affiliates are, it's another human being that is going through a hard time. So today, if you're going through a hard time, think of Rush. Think of him, say some prayers. And when you do that, when you find that you're praying for other people that are in a more, you know, sadder situation than you are, the, the, the prayers are received by him, but it's also a tool and an action that's going to help you get through your mindset. Well said. So prayers out for Rush. We will definitely keep him in our thoughts and prayers. And on that note, we hope you have a fantastic Monday. Remember that your Monday mindset kind of will carry you through the whole week. Each day is a mindset role. We all go through that. Some days are better than others, but you know what? Today is a beautiful day, no matter what the weather, and now it's sunny out. So how good is that? My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva on Mindset Monday with two... Sisters. And of course, this is Carol Sue Reem, a.k.a. Naughty Boss Live from Vero Beach. 
it's a little windy. We just got another swoosh of air coming through. And you know what? That's okay. It's bright. It's sunny. I'm embracing the day. You embrace the day. Pay the kindness forward. Keep that mindset positive and don't don't let others rule you rule your day. You be in control of how you're going to live it. Have a great Monday, guys. Bye, everyone. See you tomorrow.